0: Five Catch gotcha. David, firstly congrats on your incredible work. I was gripped by Devil's Dorp and Stella Murders as well. I think it's really important that you're getting these stories out there and telling them in a respectful way.
1: Thank you, Nadia. Appreciate that very much.
0: So you directed Devil's Door which took the country by storm. It won the 2022 Safta for Best Made for TV Documentary. What was life like after that and how did you decide that Stella murders would be your next true crime documentary project?
1: <laughs> I think it's uh we were quite uh, overwhelmed with the success uh, of Devil's Dorp, uh, in a positive way though. I think we, we, we were proud of it. We expected it to do well, but um, I think it, it crossed over so many demographics. That was, uh, was wonderful. I think we, we set out to achieve. What what we set out to achieve with Devil's Dorp is, uh, was important conversations, or rather to initiate important conversations around uh, the importance of critical thinking and, and the development of discernment. And I think it was able to achieve that uh, so that was wonderful. Um, yeah, also at Devil's though I, I realized I needed to just kind of uh, take a mental health break and uh, do something light afterwards. Um, so the. The success was, was wonderful, um, but yeah, the irony is people think then you become a bit unattainable or affordable, uh, which is not really the case in South Africa. Uh, I really appreciate or I really enjoy telling uh, our stories, our local stories, South African stories. I think there's a lot of power uh, in, in telling our own stories and not having anybody else do that. Um, but yeah, after that, I did Survivor South Africa, I was the head of content, and then uh, the opportunity to, to take on another uh, true crime documentary presented itself. Uh, so we, yeah, we looked into doing stellar murders.
0: Yeah. And did you feel a lot of pressure to live up to your own standards after Devil's Door? Because it was super successful.
1: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very comfortable with the process that I undertook with Devil's uh, uh, You know, we set out to achieve uh, high production value. Um, so it's something that I'm always very proud of, and, and I was very proud of uh, putting out there uh, in, into the, uh, or putting out there. Because we, uh, South Africans, have amazing talent um, to tell our own stories. Uh, So that was one thing that I know that we can and would be able to maintain. Um, uh, It's something that is sustainable to create uh, high production value uh, stories that are well told. Um, But yes, of course, you do feel a bit of pressure uh, after something successful. But I think uh, you understand um, how you were able to do it, and um, and you just focus on, on telling the best story that you possibly can. Um, and of course, it's a, it's a wonderful team effort and the synergy that you have with a remarkable team. So, if all those things, if you have those ingredients, then of course you are you're still able to, uh, I, I think, be able to uh, continue uh, telling the all the very important local stories
0: that we need to to get out there yeah for sure and there's a part in the in the stellar murders documentary where someone in the town is trying to get you guys away as filmmakers i imagine it's super tough penetrating a small town community especially when covering something like murder Uh, people have their own opinions about the media how do you build their trust
1: yeah, I think uh, unfortunately one of the side effects in, in uh, when the media covers a story like this that has far reaching effects, um, you know, it was it is a quite a tragic story. Um, there is uh, different levels of trauma that's added by the media exposure as well. Um, but I always, I always try and differentiate between what the media does and what we as filmmakers uh, do. And of course, then there's this perception of safety and, and, and control and uh, protection that, that surrounds a small town uh, like this. So uh, what they experienced, uh, what they're still going through, the events are quite recent, is very understandable. So I, I did understand that it was going to be a process to build trust with community members, with the family of uh, those affected. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a long process that you do you undertake. Um, I think you, you question why you do it. Um, what is the value it can add? It's very important for me to know that the project can add value uh, uh, definitely to the viewers, but also then to to those that we uh, but definitely to those also that we um, that we approach to, to take part on the journey so yeah it's it's long conversations it's it's seeing if um, the that there's also reason for them to want to, to speak out um, or add a, a certain value or get a, a message out there and that's the process we took on uh, for example with the family of uh, Chanel and Mana, the two mm-hmm. victims of this tragic story um, and you know they saw the value of 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 developing those all important conversations around uh, identifying red flags in, in relations uh, in yeah. relationships, and of course, also I think. Yeah, I think that's sparking those conversations around complex topics um, that is, you know, an important step, uh, even though it's a difficult one, uh, in the journey to enact social change. In other words, the conversations and discussions um, have ability to kind of lead to action and action is what what affects that uh, social, uh, societal change. So, you know, I think when it comes to what happened in... in, uh, in the case of the Stella murders, there's this uh, perturbation or uneasiness regarding the confession and, and denial aspects of this case. You know, it's a dichotomy that, that makes you kind of question many aspects of nature versus nature, the cultural and societal norms that might cultivate gender based violence. Um, and I think even our insular thinking may be unintentionally passing on trauma from generation to generation um, with, with, you know, kind of horrendous consequences. Yeah, so I think just that, that type of, um, uh, and I think the people that were willing to to walk this journey with us also saw that, you know, there's the potential to achieve these uh, all important discussions.
0: And, and how does it affect you as well, being in the environment um, when you went to Stella itself, hearing the family's pain and seeing the crime scene locations and pictures and things like that? I'm sure that affects you as well.
1: Yeah, I'm only human as well. Uh, it, it definitely does affect uh, one. I think Stella murders was uh, emotionally probably one of the toughest projects I I have undertook to date. But I think if you if you kind of reflect on, you know what what this community and what the families experience, it, it puts everything back into perspective. You know what I what I'm experiencing is very faint to the trauma that they're experiencing. Um, but it it also um, to kind of see and witness their bravery inspires you um, because the thing is they don 't always even realize that the, how brave that they actually are in, in undertaking a journey like this and and that is that is something that is hopeful and think something that that we can actually also learn from and be inspired by yeah. um, that courage tenacity um, that even in darkest times there, there's a bit of hope. Well, you know, even though you know, not to not to necessarily simplify it in knowing that the the road is uh to, to closure is a long one if if it's even possible. Um yeah, so it's emotional toll. Um but I think again it's you question the reasons why you're doing it, you question your own biases, uh, and realize that there is uh, a bigger reason there is a value for for um, for telling the story um, that is important.
0: Yeah, and have any of the families involved seen the documentary? And if so, what do they think?
1: Uh, they have, yes. Uh, we keep in contact with them. I I, I keep a um, you know I, I make a promise with uh, everybody that's involved with the with the project that I'll you know walk this journey with them step by step. So I keep in contact with them. Uh, we've um we've arranged a, a viewing for some of the family that were willing to actually come out and, and watch it uh, otherwise we've provided uh, other viewing means for them and so um uh, prior to the release and and during now as uh, as they've been able to to watch it uh, again <laughs> immense bravery to, to for them to actually uh, be willing to, to to watch it um but yeah, we've we've been kind of we've been very lucky to have, have received uh, feedback from them um, that you know they kind of given the blessing. Um, they're very grateful of how we depicted the events, and uh, especially I think uh, with how we were able to to give uh, Mana and Chanel's um, voice back, they give back their dignity. So it's been um, yeah, that's been a big. Uh, a big stress but a, a wonderful um, yeah I think a nice release to kind of hear their feedback as well uh, although it, uh, they are they are happy with it they've given their blessing but it's also still a bittersweet mm-hmm. road that they, they are taking on yeah
0: and um, I believe your wife is actually a huge true crime fan as well um, what are some true crime documentaries that she enjoys that maybe you've watched with her that maybe even inspired you in your work as well <laughs>
1: uh she, she's watched everything oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, saying that she's a true crime fan is an understatement uh yeah so she she's a big reason why I'm also up to date with the true crime um also I think uh you know people can thank her for the uh, for the reason that I did <laughs> that I was willing to do devil's talk um uh, yeah so it's uh, I think when i t- undertake a project i I, I first try and um, work in the realms of its uh, own the story's own universe. Um, you know, you do take on in, uh, influences or, or creativity uh, or, um you know, inspiration from other sources. But I really wanted to, to tell our own story with our own identity um, with Stella Murder specifically. I wanted to, you know, we actually kind of, I feel we we break the mold of the tr- traditional true crime uh, documentary approach that you normally, that we are normally um yeah, mm. used to I think, um, but yeah, I think so. Yeah, you draw on a lot of um, inspiration of what you've watched, but also um, I, I like to to have the the universe in which the story took place uh, be the guide for the inspiration. So I always feel like you know creativity flourishes in those in those limitations or those parameters.
0: For sure, awesome! Can we expect some more true crime documentaries from you in future? <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, one never knows. Uh I did I do try and alternate my uh, projects that I take on something light after I've done something uh, quite emotionally taxing. Um so uh but I'm sure you know, I'm sure something in the future would, would come up. My life's just a bit of a NDA at the moment, so you know, I unfortunately can't uh-huh. disclose too much. <laughs>
0: Okay, cool. Well, looking forward to seeing more of your work regardless, whatever it is, whether it's lighthearted mm-hmm. or more serious. Um, and, David, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Nadia. Appreciate
0: it. Catch up from some of the best moments from the 5Drive team by going to 5FM's catch up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.zero.city.